Hey, I'm Brianna. And I'm Lauren. It's easy to compare yourself to others on social media. But if there's one thing we know, it's that Instagram is just a highlight reel. That's why we are bringing you raw and honest conversations on success, health, finance, and relationships from the people who aren't afraid to speak the truth. Anything else is all bullshit. Hello. Hey, girl. Hey. What's up? Hey. Not much, man. I, uh, I'm i so excited to hear about all the stuff that's been going on. And I mean... I know. I feel like we, we need an talked. update. We've been so busy. Like, we both have a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of want to hear what's that's the latest for you. Um, so I think I already said, uh, I quit my waitressing job. So now I'm just coaching at 45 and doing, uh, OnlyFans. That's like my main source of income. Um, I mean, I run Wayland and obviously I do this, so busier than just that. But income wise, um, just coaching and doing OnlyFans. I actually did a photo shoot last night with my girlfriends. It was so fun. Yeah. I was like worried because like, I don't know, like, I'm still, you know, I tell you all the time, I'm still, like, shy and awkward sometimes. It's, like, my sexuality and how I am, like, as far as, like, I feel weird being, like, promiscuous and whatever. And, like, I can, like, take a picture, like, by myself and try and do my own thing. But, like, with other people, I don't know. I was worried. And, like, the one girl we were doing it with, like, she's, like, literally a photographer. So I was just, like, I don't know. Is she going to direct me? And, like, if you're not taking a selfie, it's hard to know what you're doing sometimes. So I was a little Mm -hmm. worried. We even brought vodka and we were like ripping shots before we got started. We were like, we need this. Um, But it actually went really well. We had so much fun. There's like a couple of pictures that are like the three of us. We look so fucking hot. I'm like, oh my God. Like, and I usually like, I would even like look at the photos afterwards. And I'm like, usually not always one to like hype myself up. But I was like, who am I? Like, I was like a little Mm -hmm. like sex kitten model. I was like, okay, sis. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the confidence was attributed to the vodka or having your friends hype you up there? Or like, what do you think it is? We only took like two or three shots. I don't think it was the vodka. I think it was partially that like the girl that was like taking our photos was like, yes, you look so hot. So like that helped. And also I'm going to be honest, like the lighting was like so bomb. <laughs> so it oh. helped have bomb lighting. Cause like, and I'll be, I'll be honest too. Like I have been like eating and drinking a lot lately, like partying a lot. And so I do have a few extra pounds on. So like, I did feel a little less confident in like that aspect, but I still felt like feminine and sexy and like that's like such a different feeling for me and that's like Mm -hmm. that's why I wanted to get boobs that's why I wanted to like that's why I like lip filler because I feel more like feminine and womanly when I have it um I've just I had like growing up I just had this like skinny real scrawny body and I never had Mm -hmm. lips and I had like a like people were always like do you have cheek filler I'm like no I have like a bony face like like and I feel like sometimes it can be like masculine so like I like like these things like so I get I get super happy when I like can actually feel feminine and feel good about myself Mm -hmm. in that way so um I definitely had think it had to do with like them hyping me up and just me doing it more like me taking these photos more often and me exploring this side of myself and just over time getting more comfortable with you know the sexy feminine side of me I feel so weird even saying the word sexy but Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I don't know. Is that like one of those words that you have an aversion to? Like some people have an aversion to like the word moist. (laughs) Yes. And so I need to find another version of sexy because I don't like it because my dad will use it. I feel like we've talked about this. I just told somebody this recently. Yeah. Like, not like, yeah. refer- like if he's like referring to like somebody else or like, I don't know. He's just like used the word before in the past. And I can't even think of an ex- like a situation, but it just like has turned me off to the word. So I need to find another version of that word that like has like the same true meaning that like will make sense in those situations without having to use the word sexy. But I feel like hot doesn't do it. Hmm. Yeah, look I like, like looking like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. So I'll say like sissy time, nice sissy. Okay. okay. Just like, I feel like I've, just yeah. mispronouncing it, just uh-huh. mispronouncing it. Like, uh-huh. you wanna, you wanna sissy time, sissy. Yeah. All right. All right. I Jeez. actually, I actually have said like, like saying like you wanna have sexy time. I've actually said that to Kevin, so it's funny that you said that um and I don't feel weird saying it in that sense I just feel weird whenever it's like in reference to like I don't know like a promiscuous provocative there we go provocative like photo or like provocative action like that reference like I don't know I don't know where I'm getting with this (laughs) no I hear I hear it so we did talk about how on one episode how if I were you, I would totally do OnlyFans. Like I would do it up. I would lean into it. I would make my money that way because it's just simple economics. It's fruitful for you, all of that. So kind of you've been leaning a little bit more into that. What is that looking like for you? Like finance wise, like how much more money is coming in because like, what is that process like? So um, I actually have now beat like my highest month previously that I've ever had. So I'm oh, now yeah. I've now made the most that I ever have in one month on there. Um, I'm making more there in one month than I make coaching at F45. Uh, and just for like a little bit of like insight, I coach. Um, what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six. I teach seven classes a week at F45. Um, so like totaling like my monthly paycheck I'm like making more on OnlyFans so that's exciting and like I don't know it's just one of those things like I was like kind of like at first I was just kind of doing it just to see what happens like oh if I make like a hundred or two hundred dollars like that's cool um right but now that it's like starting to trickle like more and more I'm seeing my follower account go up I'm making more money I'm like why not And I still have not posted a nude on there, but like now that I'm like seeing more money come in, it's definitely making me like, okay, like maybe I should do it. Like this guy literally offered me $500 for a tip pick and I'm kind of like, it's a lot of fucking money. Like people do on OnlyFans? Yeah. I haven't sent it, but I'm like, "Ah, that's really enticing. Like that's a lot of money for me. Like, like that's. I could just think about if I had like several people that were paying me a couple hundred dollars for the same picture that I'm just sending them separately. Like that shit adds up. Girls make a lot yeah. of money doing this. So it just really gets my mind thinking like, why not? That I have more freedom to do more stuff. I'm not like doing, I'm not having, doing porn. I'm not having sex with anybody else. I'm still going yeah, home to my I man. Mean, so here's what I would do. This is, uh, 
business lessons from Lauren time, apparently. But uh, sorry about my unsolicited advice all the time with your OnlyFans no, account. Give it to me. And, you're you're like Lauren. It's my body, not yours. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I want to just exploit you. Um, but I would not put it on OnlyFans because you can make more money sending it individually. Like you said, I would just send it like DM style to these this this guy individually. They have DMs, they have DMs on OnlyFans, so they can like DM me and ask it, and I can have them pay through there. And apparently, they have a pay per view feature where I can like, and I didn't know this literally guys will like comment on my pictures and be like, do the pay per view. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. And this one guy like literally like sent me a link to show me how to do it. I haven't watched it yet, but apparently you can. Um, so for those of you listening, cause I've had a lot of people reaching out asking me like, how does it work? What is it? So OnlyFans, you can put whatever the fuck you want on there. Some people will just use that platform for like their personal training and they'll just do their workout videos on there mm-hmm. or cooking videos. Like and people just pay for subscriptions. The lowest amount you can do is $4.99. Um, OnlyFans does take 20% of everything you make. So mm-hmm. sometimes I, if it's like a big tip, I tell the guys like send it on Venmo instead because you're really taking a mm-hmm. fucking cut from me here. But um, mm-hmm. so... And then you post whatever you want. They can't see anything you post except for your profile picture and, like, your little, like, headliner picture until they subscribe. And you can, like, make different things where you're doing, um, like, promos. They can have seven days for free or, like, whatever. So they can see stuff that way. But anyway, so you have your fee that you charge people for subscriptions. And then they can also tip you on top of that. And they can DM you. So they can either tip just based on the photo that you already posted or video, whatever you're doing. Or they can, like, DM you and send tips, like, in the DMs and stuff. But so apparently you can do, like, pay-per-view where they will see, like, a blurred version of the photo. And then if they want to see the photo, they have to pay whatever X amount of dollars that you set it as. And then if they want to see it again, they got to pay it again and, like, whatever else. So apparently that's a thing. But there's, like, so there's different ways to make money on there. Um, and like a lot of girls have been asking me, you know, like, what do you post? Like, what kit? Like, what do you do? Like, and so I was actually, I am friends with a guy that has an account and I was like, can you tell me what it looks like? Like, I'm not subscribed to anybody. Like, like what, what are other people putting on there? Like, am I overcharging for the fact that like, I haven't shown like nudity yet? And he was like, you get different things. He was like, cause they don't have like an explore page. So that's the one thing that sucks. Like a lot of girls want to do it, but they don't want to post about it on their Instagram because their mom follows them or whatever. So people can't just find you. There's not an explore page. So you have to either post about it on your Instagram, your Twitter, or a lot of girls will shout other girls out. So if you know somebody that has a lot of followers, sometimes like they'll pay them or whatever it is, depending on how many subscribers they have to be posted on their OnlyFans. So that if they get those subscribers, then like whatever, um, it helps them out. Yeah. But. Well, my next question was going to be like, yeah, how do you get, how do you increase your following? Like, how do you get more followers? So luckily for me, I have like a little bit of like following from Instagram. So that's why like I'm trying to slowly post more on Instagram. But you can just find other girls that post about it. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. This guy was saying how whole find people is like it's some girl that gets reposted by like different Instagram accounts. So like you can even pay an Instagram account to post you and then have your OnlyFans link in your bio or like like they'll post you with your OnlyFans link or like things like that. So basically social media or if you get posted on other girls OnlyFans accounts that's like the main way that you grow it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, really it's just making sure that you're getting your name out there and you can find different girls that have them and reach out to them on Instagram. Like, Hey, I started an OnlyFans. What do you charge for me to get posted on your account? 
things like that. And they have referral mm-hmm. links. So sometimes they just want you to use their referral link. And then because, so somebody signs up with my referral link and then they get a hundred followers. I get a commission from all of those subscription fees. So there's different ways to make money. So like if any of my friends sign up or anybody signs up under me, like then I can get a commission from it. And I'm happy to, you know, shout out people and whatever else on my page, especially I'm, I don't have like a huge, I like just hit like a little over a hundred subscribers and I'm like super excited about that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, that adds up to hundreds of dollars for me every month. So if I keep all of those subscribers, I'll be making like a thousand dollars a month, which is good for literally posting like photos. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't really take much investment. And that's right. why I'm saying it's like straight economics, like yeah. makes sense, like as a basic business decision. And it doesn't take the time that like waitressing or bartending does. And it's like exhausting. And- yeah. And it gives me more freedom. Now I have, because I'm doing that for income, I have more time to put into the podcast or put into Wayland or whatever it is. So it just makes sense for me. It doesn't make sense for everyone, but it makes sense for me. And I'm having fun doing it. So screw it. It's fun to get dressed up and feel yourself and kind of step into that empowerment. Um, and like for me, it's it's good lighting. It's a lot of different things. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like how I feel my best, what makes me feel really good. I, I'm wearing this dress right now. This makes me feel really good. I love this dress. I love it. Is um, that one of the ones that your man got you? Yeah. Oh, that and was so cute. I know because he got me uh, – well – I got a dress for myself and I loved it. And um, like all these stores are having sales right now. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, oh, let's see what other colors. Cause the one I have is black and it's like summer. And so I'm like wearing this black dress all the time. It's my favorite dress. And it turns out they had like four other colors. And so he just bought me all of them. That's such like, a oh, nice gesture. I know. It was the sweetest thing. I have to send you this picture. Oh yeah. Show me. I'm like, I've worked for a guy like this. So like I did work this like this I earned these dresses like I earned like I did work for this okay like I just started stepping into like what relationships as work means like when people say that I never got that because I would always just leave a relationship when it started to become work <laughs> and now I'm like fuck man I'm getting old like I, I guess we're gonna invest this. in this relationship oh oh my god that's you yeah like who am I like, of course that's you I can tell but I've never seen you like you look like a supermodel it like it was honestly weird to like see these photos of myself and be like damn that's me it's a good okay, feeling if I were you look I would at the be lighting. submitting this to all yes it's amazing it's that um oh you because you did it at that what's the sunset lighting called golden hour yeah uh-huh. yeah so you did it at golden hour also, you remind me with your hair and your face and everything, you kind of remind me of like a 90s supermodel. I just want to know why Wilhelmina doesn't have your number and why they're not calling you to go on jobs. Is it because I'm five foot four? Oh, shit. There's, yeah, that might be it. It's a um, shame. Oh, I just, I just noticed your nails though. Okay, can we not talk about that? There's so many photos. I was like, guys, what are we going to do? Like, my nails are fucked up. So we're, like, trying to do ones where I, like, cause, like, I haven't exposed my boobs. I'm, like, holding my boobs. I'm like, we'll just take it from really far away. And in the camera, you couldn't see my ratchet corona nails. But in the photos, you totally can. So luckily, like, guys are not going to give a fuck. But, like... Still, it was like, oh, this is such a shame. I tried my hardest to get them all off, and I just couldn't. Um, I think it's fine. I also know that that's something, if you really cared, that's something that's super easy to Photoshop. 
Um, I don't care enough. The girl was like, but, I can yeah. Photoshop it. I was like, no, it's not that serious. It kind of goes with like the natural look and the pose that you have. And it is kind of like a little bit grittier of a look and like bare and raw. And it's like, you're keeping it real raw and honest in this photo as you do in life. And it's, I think it's better that your nails are like that, honestly. Just because I noticed it as a thing in the photo doesn't mean that it needs to be changed. I think it's like that stepping into the beautiful okay, mess that we all are. What about like in this one? They're really <laughs> just as bad. <laughs> wait, if the people are listening, you're going to be so pissed off. Well, actually, they're going to want to go on your OnlyFans. Oh, wait, I see what you're doing. Damn it. OnlyFans.com forward slash Brie Henry. Oh, the tan lines. Do we have any guys that even listen? No, but I'm laughing at my nails again. Oh, yeah, the tan lines too. That's another thing. I was okay. going to put self-tanner on to cover up the tan lines from the bikini. And I was like, no, we're we're just doing it. All guys like natural. Yeah, it's fine. Thick is If it's not tan lines, you look too perfect. And guys don't like like the too perfect. Um, it's like the guys that like like porn when the girls aren't super porn starry. Like they want like some reality in there. Maybe they could get with it. Like, oh, she's like yeah, that. Like whatever. Yeah, okay. They want some reality and with their fantasy. Um, but nobody's noticing your nails in this one because of what everything else you're showing. So that's what that's what I was hoping for. That's what what the plan was. I feel like a lesbian now that I've stared at these photos for like a good three minutes. Well, <laughs> if you need to use them later, <laughs> it'll be a new new <laughs> level to our friendship. You got oh for free, you know. I know. Wow, I should be thanking you. Honestly, you could sell them. I don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> so the thing with only, <laughs> dude, don't give me any, don't give me any hints. Um, so the thing with OnlyFans though is that could your could your photos show up on the internet? Like they could, right? Just randomly for free, like people could see them. Yeah, and that's. Honestly, if there was, like, no such thing as screenshotting, um, I think I would be a lot more daring on there, but I just don't trust people. So that's one thing. Um, I feel like the ones where I am covered, like, obviously the ones that I've sent you, they're risque, but I am technically, like, covered. Those ones, I'm like, you know what? If it shows up, like, I'm I'm definitely coming more into, like, this is my body. Like, we all have fucking boobs. We all have butts. Some are bigger. Some are saggier. Some are tighter. But we all have them. Like, why, like, why do we have to hide them just because not everyone's comfortable with seeing them? So I'm definitely getting more into, like, that area in my life. So if I saw... Mm -hmm. Like, one of those ones exposed, I would be like, eh, you know, I really wish my children wouldn't have to see this one day. But other than that, like, whatever. But if it was, like, a full-on nude, I would definitely be mm-hmm. more traumatized, which is why I'm not comfortable quite yet with that. Right. Um, I like how there's a yet in there. Also, I just Googled your name, Brie Henry OnlyFans, and then did the image search, and there's this one. But that's the only one. Is that you? I was going to say, because maybe that's not even you, but that's the only image that pops up. But you'll that's be happy my, to know. That's my profile picture. That's interesting. I never searched myself. You're a lot, why didn't I do that? Do an image search, Brie Henry OnlyFans. And because I, I wanted to see if anybody reposted your stuff and like, you know, uh, trying to do you dirty. But that's the only one that pops up. Um, but you'll also be happy to know that there is a sparkling cider or um, what's it called? A hard seltzer called Henry's. So... 
I wouldn't have discovered that if I hadn't done that Google search. Oh yeah. Henry's they, hard cider. Yeah. Cause they also make like the, uh, like they make like orange soda ones and stuff. Oh, that sounds so good right now. I can't wait to drink. Um, oh, yeah. I'm definitely <laughs> drinking tonight. <laughs> Bri and I have been recording all day long because we're trying to batch out some content and it's been exciting and awesome, but we're also feeling like we're not send okay, help. I'll speak for myself. Yeah, <laughs> like send help. I'm like SOS send help right now. What is sense? Make none of it. It doesn't matter. Um, but so speaking of OnlyFans, you mentioned a really interesting way of getting some followers and that was like passing out cards and bars. And I thought that was like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So right? I, I was me. shooting, yeah. So I was shooting with some other girls, and the one girl's a photographer, and she has these business cards for her business where you just scan the back of it, and like the QR code for her Instagram for her business pops up. And she was like, Oh my God, what if we did that with our OnlyFans accounts? And we were like, We'll just go to bars and we'll just pass, like, we'll get guys to talk to us, and then we'll just give them this card, try and get them to subscribe. This is how we get more subscribers. And I just thought it was like fucking hilarious and like kind of genius, wondering if it would work. But also, the guys that are trying to pick you up at bars are often so cheap. Have you noticed that? Like, they want to hit on you, but then it's like pulling fucking teeth to get them to buy you a drink. It's like, buddy, don't waste my fucking time. I'm using you for a drink anyway. Just give it to me already. They know. They must know that. Like, some, like, which, what fairy is coming in there and whispering in their ears, like, oh, she's just in it for a free drink. But also, like, are we giving it away or have they caught on by now? Is it my buffy language? That's the definition of a cheap guy anyway, because from what I understand, guys are all about ego, so they want to talk to a pretty girl, and it doesn't matter if it costs them $15 for a cocktail to do it. They'll do it. Just like you're going to pay all this money to see some, you know, your tits on OnlyFans. Why can't you spend $15 to buy me a drink? And maybe I'll walk away, but at least you get to be that guy who had a a hope of a chance for a second. (laughs) A fake fake hope of a chance. (laughs) Fake hope. Um, But, I mean... And we talk, we talk a lot about heter, like, you know, heterosexual relationships because we're both, you know, straight. So just putting it out there that we are going to talk about guys because that's where our experience is. But like our, our next guest is going to be a little bit more open with her sexuality. No, see what that means. But um, I just wanted to plug inclusivity there because we do have that in mind. But anyway, yes, so, yes. but women, us being girls in bars, being straight guys, all that. What? Where was I? <laughs> oh no, you're about to link something. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the OnlyFans things. Yeah, so like us being women in bars, guys, they're creepy. Like, and then they just like I feel like you have two different versions. You have the guy that comes up that is completely aggressive and he's like, let me buy you a drink. And you're like, okay, but let me pick it out and let me have it handed to me and make sure I'm not being roofied. Or you have option smart. number, let's all be smart here, women. Uh, or you have option number two, where a guy comes up to you and you're like, oh, great. This is the chance I've been waiting for to get a free drink all night. Because <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, we're we're balling on a budget over here. And I'm ready to make my move to get this free beverage, even though I have zero intention of leaving with this guy or anything. But shoot your shot, please do. So you're so excited and then you're dry. He's dragging on this conversation and you're like, dear God, he's so boring. Why has he not bought me a drink yet? And you're hinting at it and you're like, Ooh, what are you drinking? Oh, I'm so thirsty. 
like slurping out the like last drip of your drink like why the fuck hasn't he offered to buy me a drink yet and you're like he's cheap we have to leave like I feel like those are the two type of men like at that point you bolt why is there only the aggressive type or the type that like does not want to spend money on you where's the in-between I think the in-between is the guy who doesn't hit on you in a bar do we have to go to church to find men or like because the gym's a creepy place where are we supposed to find them we're over the dating apps dog park maybe but the guys at the dog park are they know like they're they got a dog to yeah. pick up girls how do we go about yeah. or is it weird if i just show up at the dog park with no dogs i mean not me but like you know like right i i used to meet a lot of guys at work when i was a i was a server at vito volo which is a wide bar and it's in like all, it's like in every airport. And I worked at the wine bar and I probably dated, like as in went on one or two dates and probably slept with probably three of the guys at work, like that I met at work. And it got to the point where my boss had to be like, um, you're here to work. <laughs> Cause it was like the running joke. Like everybody knew that that's, that was how I like Wait, so launched they, my dating life. Were they, they were guests coming in or they were like coworkers? Yeah guests coming in no yeah no i wouldn't ever sleep with a coworker. but there were like people so, coming in yeah because it's hot because they're transient like they're at an airport you're at an airport airports are just sexy places i don't know and they'd be like coming there and they'd be wanting to tell you about their life and they've got two hours and you're like it almost felt like a first date every time i talked to a guy yeah you haven't seen me at an airport if you think the airports are a sexy place but like a gremlin i love that you can drink a beer at like 9 a.m at the airport and it's just totally fine i mean i'll go down this with you like i could spend an hour talking about how much i love airports i am obsessed with airports we won't get too much into it because we do have a guest to introduce but like i am upset like i love hotels airports truck stops bars restaurants anywhere where i can sit Trust. down by myself i do <laughs> okay that one was random but i love truck stops like i do i just okay i have an affinity for truck stops there's so many beverage options it's my favorite thing in the world is beverages um You're anywhere so where i can I, i'm aware but anytime like you could sit down use wi-fi and have a beverage that's where i'm gonna be i i think the first i think the very first rapid fire that we did you said that you know you could go on the train and you don't need to go anywhere as long as there's a beverage cart and I like just took that as like oh like this is like a little creative answer she made up but no this is literally like you literally just need a fucking beverage cart an open bar and wi-fi and you're literally fucking fine I love that about you I'll create my own beverage cart if you don't have one just give me a corner store or a truck stop and I'll go in and I'll get my you know whatever beers sparkling seltzer uh wine and i'll create my own beverage cart in wherever we are and you think i'm kidding but i'm not like i always have beverages it's my it's my favorite thing and wi-fi fast wi-fi they're necessities in life to be honest well i'm excited for you and i can't i hope that you get more growth on OnlyFans. i you and my wallet i wish that i yeah exactly and take some chances. Why not? You only live once. We'll see. I mean, I guess you got to risk it to get the biscuit, but we'll see. We'll see. Risk uh, it to get the biscuit. Yeah. And someone who risked it to get the biscuit was our next guest. I mean, she, like, went all out towards her dream. She totally redefined who she was. She's, like, the definition of girl power. 
and I love it. I'm so excited for you guys to hear from her. Yeah, Dee has been on The Voice. She's a makeup artist. Uh, she's been a model. Her career has kind of woven in and out of a lot of different industries. Um, but she's a performer, true and true. Um, and she was able to learn the importance of self-expression and developed uh, just a crazy amount of confidence to chase her dreams. Uh, she's originally from the LA area. And then I met her in um, San Francisco. We both worked at a jazz club together and now she's uh, back in Orange County and she's currently focusing on breaking into the beauty industry in Los Angeles and she's writing as much music as possible. Uh, we're so excited to have this conversation with her about empowerment and confidence and being a badass bitch. So here is Dee. One thing about Dee is that you look at her, I'm looking at you right now, and you're so intimidated because you have your makeup done perfectly and dramatically. And then as soon as you open your voice, you have like the sweetest demeanor and you're extremely kind, extremely generous, and you're such a passionate person. And um, for anybody who doesn't know you and for people that do know you, I just kind of want to know, where do you get your confidence from? Oh my God, it's, yo, it's been years. It's so funny because I feel like um, I get that a lot where it's almost like people are really intimidated at first, like you said, just because, you know, I have, I dye my hair black. I've been doing it for, what, 10 years now. Um, my makeup is really intense. I like to definitely, um, you know, be a little extra at times, <laughs> but it's been years. I feel like I grew up as like a really insecure child and um I was such a tomboy like for the first what like 15 years of my life I didn't care what anybody thought of me I was so unbothered by you know people's perceptions of me because all I wanted to be good at was the sports I was playing that's all I cared about and then you know what's crazy is that I had an injury where I was no longer allowed to play sports and I had to start like reflecting. I just started looking at myself different in the mirror because I didn't have my athletic ability to kind of, um, to kind of like just be the dominant factor of me. I was like, okay, wow. Like, what am I going to do next? And I started to get really into like how I looked, how I dressed. Um, and I started to like get into like how people thought of me and it's crazy because it's been a lot of ups and downs, but I feel like I get my confidence just from from the inside and what I'm into and what makes me different. And I always say that is I get my confidence from what makes me different, which is, as you know, Lauren, is music um, and just the things that I learned as a kid, like my ability to play sports and being a tomboy. And I kind of just dig deep into like what makes me who I am rather than my outer appearance. That's what makes me confident. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I still have a good head on my shoulders. I'm still athletic. I'm still, you know, talented or whatever. So I love that. Mm -hmm. I relate to that so much. I feel like there's so many things that, like, at the end of the day, like, I get worked up over my looks from time to time. And I'm, like, worried about, like, oh, did I gain too much weight? I want to, you know, rounder glutes, like, whatever it is. But then at the end of the day, it's, like, regardless of that, I still have that, like, inside of me where I'm, like, Either way, I got a bomb ass personality. So yeah, how I look. Like at least I know that I still have like this great inside 
that we can still roll with. Because one day everything's going to be sagging. Nobody's going to be looking cute anymore. Exactly. So, <laughs> yes. yes. That's cool. Wait, so how, so did you just grow up singing or, because you said you played sports a lot. So then when you got yes. injured, is that kind of where you re-identified yourself or how did this happen? It's insane because I have always been a singer and my whole family plays sports. Like I'm the only one that plays an instrument. I'm the only one that sings. So my mom was just like, you know, she's so used to like her kids. She wanted her kids to have a scholarship in college and, and she wanted that to be in sports. So I remember begging my mom, like, please, can I get singing lessons? Please, can I get guitar lessons, piano lessons? And she never went for it because she was also, I mean, God bless her heart, but she was spending a lot of money for us to play sports. So I couldn't do both. There's not enough time. But when I got injured, I taught myself how to play guitar. And that's when like everything really blossomed pretty much. I went full force with the music route. Yeah. And then Lauren said you were on The Voice, which is so fucking cool. What's, wait, so what's the, who were the judges when you were on? Because I love that show. So I tried out, I tried out in 2013. Um, The judges were Christina Aguilera, Adam Levine, CeeLo, and Blake. So I had the OG crew. Yeah. I was like, give us some insight on the experience. How was it? So it's so funny because you think like reality TV and some people don't have the best experience, but honestly, like, and I've said this from day one, the voice treated us so well, like NBC, like that whole, that whole experience was very positive for me. Um, And it was amazing. I got, I used to have a YouTube channel when I was in college. I used to just sit and play guitar and record myself and then I would just put it online Um, and so I actually had a talent scout reach out to me on YouTube. They slid into my YouTube DMs (laughs) and they're like, oh, we're from The Voice. Um, we saw that you, um, live in the Bay Area. We were wondering if you wanted to skip the whole cattle call process and come for a private audition in LA. And it's so funny because I was living with like five girls at the time because it's college days. And I just remember showing everybody in my house that, that email or that message. And they're like, dude, no way. I was like, dude, no way. I was like, there's no way. There's no way that this is real. So moment of truth, I call the number that they leave for me and it goes straight to like voicemail. And it's like, this is NBC's The Voice, blah, 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 blah. And I swear to God, it was like the most surreal, like I've never had that feeling in my life where I was just like, wait, is this really happening? Is this real life? Yeah, like it was insane. And so at that time, I was really getting into like um, swing music, rockabilly jazz. And I kind of like when I went to go try out for the private audition, I was in a duo group. So I was with um, one of my close friends. She's a badass female guitarist. And so we kind of just went that route. Like I was like, you know what? Let's differentiate ourselves. Like you know, everybody's going to be like singing some pop, singing some soul, singing some R&B. I was like, let's differentiate ourselves. Let me just like exude this whole pinup image and let's play some jazz. Let's play some like soul. Let's play some rockabilly. Let's show them something they've never seen before. So we went into it with that angle. And I swear to God, like I just, there's so many rounds that people don't even understand. Like there's eight months of tryouts before you even get to try out for the judges. Oh, I've heard that before. That's insane. Eight, and I mean, I'm telling you, I got Huge. to be on stage on that voice stage 
trying out, like seeing Christina Aguilera, but like people don't understand that I was trying out from that from December, 2012 until my tryout was in July, 2013. Damn. So each round is just like, it starts from like the casting, um, the casting agents. And then it just dwindles down until you get to the main producers. And they're like, they, I swear to God, it's so surreal. Like the tryout before you actually make it to try out for the judges is the most nerve wracking thing. You're in this, literally they turn off all the lights. You're in a spotlight. You have to sing two songs and it's the main producers that created the show. And they're like, yes or no. That's intense. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny, though, because everyone always tells me they're like, isn't that like validating as a singer to be on such a huge show and to make it so far? And it's so funny because I feel like it had the opposite effect for me because, you know, reality shows are reality shows. Things are acted out, of course, but the talent for the voice is real. Like the talent is insane. I just remember being like in this hotel with like we it was a hundred of us before they dwindle it down to a hundred people and then you try out for the judges. And literally every person you come across, those were the most amazing singers I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Are you still in touch with some of them? Oh, lots of them. A ton of them. Well, no spoiler alerts, but I guess we could say because it's on YouTube, your audition tape. Um, but what what ha- what happened? So I didn't get a chair turn, unfortunately. <laughs> but, um, you know, I was 20 years old when I tried out. I'm, I'm 28 now. And I look back at my last seven years of being a musician. When I tried out, I was so inexperienced. Um, but I also, you know, like, I was really happy with my audition. It just wasn't, it wasn't for him, you know, which is cool. Um, and part of that too is, is like, I don't have any interest being a pop singer. Um, I don't have an interest in being a country singer. I'm not a singer that can kind of, well, in my opinion, I'm not a singer that can do it all. I am very interested in singing my genre, which is jazz, soul, R&B, funk, and blues. And, you know, someone that does a show like that has to be versatile in all genres, and it's it's very intimidating and it's really tough and man, but it was the best experience. Literally, like the best experience of my life. I love though that you're like committed to the fact, like you know, I know who I am. I know what my genre is. Oh, yeah. Like I'm sticking to it. I'm not going to conform just for the show or whatever it is. Oh yeah, no. So did you did you have family that like was your family did your family support it because I know you said before that your mom was more like sports so like how are they now about your music career? So it's like it's so funny because um, at the moment I mean I guess we're talking this is no bullshit podcast right so like no bullshit mm-hmm. um, when I tried out for the voice I did not have my parents there um, I was completely out of contact with my parents. Um, I was going through a really rough time um, with them, and um, it was it was so funny because that one year was like um, really monumental in my shift as a person and as a human being. Um, and I felt with the growth, what I needed to do to grow as to become an adult was to completely cut myself off from my family's communication. And Lauren and I have talked about this plenty of times. 
Um, so I actually did not have my family um, or my parents per se at The Voice with me. Um, of course, everything's great now, you know, like I love my parents, but it was just something I needed to do to, um, they were not very supportive of anything music wise. So when The Voice had contacted me of like, who do you want to be there? I just felt like it's not fair to not, to not invite people that really have supported me from day one. So I actually had my uncle there who he was, um, he had taken me in at the time I was living with him and he had taught me how to play guitar to begin with. So he was there. And then my two sisters were there, which are, they've always been very supportive. Um, and they were, it's so funny cause you don't think that you're going to be really emotional after the fact, but it, I, I mean, my sisters very rarely cry, but I've never seen them cry after I didn't make it. They like after no chair turn, they were like in tears, and I was like, "This is awkward." But <laughs> it was a great bonding experience for us. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, it takes such a strong person to know like that you have to cut off a family member or a close friend or whatever it is. And I even say sometimes like you don't always have to necessarily cut them off, but you have to put them in a separate category and realize like, okay, they're still my family, but they're not the people I'm going to for this anymore. That takes a lot of strength to recognize that and follow through with doing something like that. So props to you for that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Lauren and I have talked about this so many times and she's been a huge help for me when it comes to like, those feelings because I'm like I feel bad and she's like well this is what you have to do you know I struggled a lot with different points of view um like with my mother for example and I actually did Mm -hmm. the same exact thing like cut her out and it was hard because I felt guilty because she was trying to get in touch with me and I was ignoring her but I was like there's a certain area in my life that I have to focus on right now that she triggered in the opposite direction yeah trying to come into your own in your 20s it's a very painful time 20 years old was really hard for me I don't know if anyone was having an awesome time at 20 there's so much discovery I mean did you I don't know (laughs) maybe you did (laughs) man I think like one of the main things I always say is like and I say this as like everything I've been through now and especially with like the current state of of our world Um, like I grew up really privileged, like, and I, and I recognize my privilege as a person. And part of that is like what I've been through. I mean, I lived in the Bay area for 10 years and I lived in like six different cities when I was there. And, you know, that's coming from somebody that's from Orange County or, you know, technically I was born in Ventura County and then I moved to Orange County, but I was raised in Orange County for what, seven years of my life. I went to high school there and you know, it's it's insane because I'm just like the growth and just just looking at like the change and um, just the things that you see is like growing up it, it, being so privileged, but still recognizing that like we all go through struggle. And like I went through a lot of struggle in my adult life where I'm trying to find myself and I know this this life is familiar to me where my parents, you know pay for this and pay for that. And I didn't, I didn't have a job in in high school, but, and my parents helped me out in college, but you know, I graduated when I was 20 years old and I was like, you know what? The, The unfortunate thing is, is that the way that I was raised is that if my parents keep giving me things, they kind of started to use it as like, Oh, like 
if you do this, we're not going to help you out. And it's kind of just felt like I was always in a trap. And so to completely right. like let go of like me being self-conscious and who I am and me not, and me not just like really being myself, I kind of was just like, you know what? I have to separate this. Like financially, I have to really break off in every aspect. I mean, I was 20, I yeah. like complete, when I mean like completely like insurance, I got my own insurance when I was 20. Like I, I paid for it. I, I paid for everything myself. Nothing was coming from them anymore. But then I was also allowed to be like, hey, I can do whatever. Can I curse on here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I can do whatever <laughs> the fuck I want now. Like all those swear words. <laughs> you know? That's definitely not an easy thing to do. So, I mean, props to you for doing all that. And what I've noticed just from, um, you know, creeping on your Instagram, whatever else. So you're obviously a musician and you have all that going for you, but you're into makeup and, you know, different looks and doing your hair different and all these different things, <laughs> which I love. And I laugh because like, I'm so bad at makeup. Like I have no fucking clue what I'm doing. Like I make the joke, like, am I even a girl? Like, why am I allowed? Like, I can't, I don't know how to do anything, but um, how did you like start to get into that? Do you think that that was something like as you were trying to like re-identify yourself? Is that when you got into makeup? Have you always been into it? Hell yeah! And I always tell this story to everyone, and it's 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 just a funny story. Is like I I I feel like I was I, I my friend told me this the other day. She's like D, like I feel like you just always want to be seen, and she said that in like not like a attention aspect. She's like. You really just want people to see you as a person and recognize that you're a person with feelings and interests and people like you really want people to see what you're all about. And when I was playing sports, they saw my talent on the field or I was a volleyball player too. They saw it on the court. They saw the talent. So I felt seen. And then when that was right. stripped, I mean, when that was stripped away from me, I was like, I did not feel seen anymore. I was like, that was my whole identity was mm -hmm. my athletic ability because I will say this from day one I'm like God gave me the athletic ability music is hard for me sports is easy for me it's natural right it's so it's so natural for me to be an athlete for me to be a musician or a makeup artist I have to try hard you know um interesting I always think that I'm yeah. always convinced. I tell myself that girls are just naturally good at makeup. That's oh what I like God. to tell myself I'm so bad at it. I'm like, oh, nah, she just picked that up and knew what she was doing. You know, Brie, when, she didn't work on that. When we get off this, I'm going to send you some old pictures and you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, up. I, I need this transformation. I need well, to know. It has not always been pretty. Trust me. <laughs> so, Dee, what is it like embarking into an industry like music? that is so male dominated, what advice do you have to give to women that want to perhaps follow suit? The advice I, the advice that I would like to give is that trust your gut um, and be dominant with um, your vision. Because one thing is that when you're, surrounded by a lot of ideas and and people within a band or people within a certain a certain um industry they have a lot of ideas for you and it's easy to get lost um it's easy to think that their ideas are better than yours because it is a male dominated industry 
But my best advice is if you have an idea and you believe in it and you're confident in it, you need to go with it. No matter what a man has to tell you, no matter what your bandmates are saying, oh, I think it should be this. No, I think it should be this way. Mm-hmm. And Brie and I talk That's about that exactly all the time. what you should do. And Brie and I talk about that all the time being in the gym of like guys that'll come mm-hmm. up and try to say something to us when like we're doing something wrong because we work out differently than a guy mm-hmm. because we have different body parts that we want to focus on than a guy does. Mm-hmm. Like our toes are outwards because we're trying to focus on our glutes. So a guy mm-hmm. will come up and try to like correct. And I'm sure it's like the same thing yeah. in your industry. Like you're getting corrected all the time. But like I'm a woman, so I have a different way of going about it. And this is like never stand down, right? Never stand down. And even like, it it goes back to the fact that like, I go to a lot of ciphers, I go to a lot of jams, especially when I was living in Oakland. Um, and, And it's so funny, because you know, what we do is we like pass the mic around. And when you're in that industry, and you're at this cipher, so many men are the first ones to grab the mic and just start spitting on the mic and they're either rapping or they're emceeing or something. And you're just, as a woman, and I feel this, if any of my homegirls that go to these ciphers and these jams are listening, I swear to God, you guys feel the same way that I do, where we're like, bro, pass the mic. Like, give me the mic. I promise you, I will do 10 times better than this motherfucker that just grabbed the mic. Like, come on. And it's funny because you don't, like, there's a certain etiquette to going to jams in the music community. But at, at like a lot of my friends, like they're strong females and they're incredible musicians, rappers, singers, MCs. And we are not scared to take the mic anymore. We will just go up like, bro, you got to take a break. Like go to the bar. Like, let me take this real quick. <laughs> Good for you. I love that. And I love that you're sharing that. And that can honestly trickle over to even people that are listening that maybe aren't you know, in that area of life Mm -hmm. and other, whether it's in the gym or in your career or with your family, just speaking up for what you believe in going with your gut. Like you said, yeah, it's time for us to finally, you know, take the stand and be strong women. And I think a lot of that comes with, like you were saying, like you took the time to find yourself, you know, you went through your early twenties where you struggled to figure out what was your calling? Where do you fit in? Maybe whatever it is, you know, you played with makeup, you played with music and different types of genres, whatever it is. And now you found yourself and now you can feel strong and confident when you are, you know, in those situations in the clubs and you're ready to take the mic. Totally. I want to say this too. And it, and, and it always bleeds into makeup for me um, specifically, like, and it goes to say like in my relationships, I feel like I have learned and I've tried to find ways where I I feel like I'm I'm so tired of having to explain myself that a lot of my male friends that know me they're just like they they agree because you know people people will like will, will start to date and they'll be like well why do you wear so much makeup and it goes and it goes back to how I am with music is like I tell these I tell these men I'm like I don't think that I look prettier with makeup and I've said this countless times, like I do not use makeup as something to alter my, my, my face or to alter how I look. I use this as an, as an art and it's, and I, and it's so funny cause I feel like I have to like, literally like some people I have to like spec like I have to be very specific with like, all right, cool. If you want me to go there, I'll go there. Great. I'm a makeup teacher for a living. Let me let me tell you what I teach in makeup. First of all, 
different skin tones, different undertones, different eye shapes, different eyebrow shapes. And I literally explained to these dudes like the art of makeup so that they understand it's, it's literally an art. Yeah, yeah. Like they just think it's like, oh, you just like, you don't feel confident. So you're putting makeup on. And I'm just like, you know what? I was like, I like just being in the makeup industry. I'm like, I hear this in the music industry is like, you always hear like, well, you just don't know what you're doing. And it's like, all right, cool. If you want me to go there, I'll explain it to you. But I kind of only explain right. it to the guys that are worth it. That I know are just like, they're just yes. not knowledgeable of it. <laughs> and by the way, you are gorgeous without makeup. That was one thing that I knew I like wanted to tell you. I saw that while you posted like a selfie after like a workout or something. And I was like, you are gorgeous. And then, I mean, the makeup can amplify it and it can, it, you can do whatever you want. If you're good at it, unlike myself, <laughs> like you said, it's an art. You can do whatever you want with it. You can make yourself look completely different. I love that you're like, oh, like let me go into this. And like you said, if you feel like they're even worth it. Because sometimes it's like, ah, you're not even worth my time. Like, let's just, we're just going to Don't you feel going. that way? Like, and it's so funny because I, I, you know, like a lot of, because I have like a lot of male friends and, you know, it could be something else. And I just have like platonic friends that are males. But like the, the male friends that are like kind of like this kind of something else too. They're always, I always am like the most candid with those guys because I'm just like, you know what? I was like, you're, I care enough about you that I'm explaining this to you. Like all these other right. dudes that have come and gone is like, I don't even care to explain to you. You're not worth my breath. You're not worth my energy. Like just move on, please. <laughs> Bye boy. Because I'm like, you know, I, and it's funny cause I get this, a lot of women or like, I mean, I taught, so I, my, my, before COVID I was, I was a teacher at Paul Mitchell. Um, I was running a makeup program there and a lot of my students are always like, Oh, do you like feel comfortable going out of the house, like to the grocery store without makeup? Or like when you like meet a man, like in the first, you know, like he comes back to your place or whatever, like, do you take your makeup off before going to bed? I was like, yes. I said, if you really get to know me, 95% of my life, I am not wearing makeup. Like, I'm not scared to take a shower and have a man see me without makeup. That's not what I use makeup for to like, right. It's not a mask to me. And Lauren and I talk about this all the time. Like, mm -hmm. like people don't understand that you can have like these different things that you do for you. Mm -hmm. Like, makeup doesn't isn't about them like and I always talk about like the way I dress I'm not dressing this way for you like I'm so over the whole like oh well maybe if she wouldn't dress like that like who said I was dressing like that for anybody but my own damn self and like we always say like you know we don't like you don't you shouldn't have to dull your sparkle just because somebody else is dim as fuck Amen. like if you want to get all dressed up and do your makeup and have your hair done and all your friends aren't into it do it why, why should you have to fucking calm yourself down? Never. Because somebody else, like, isn't into it or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's why I've always been very pro-women. Like, I've been very... Lauren knows, like, when I say I'm a girl's girl, like, I have so many girlfriends, like... And it's funny because I feel like like for a minute there in society, it was like cool for chicks to be like, I don't like girls. I only hang out with guys. And I'm just like, bro, I love women. Like guys, honestly, yes, I can, uh, you know, I have very few male friends because I just don't connect on that level. But like with my female friends, like we gas each other up like daily. So it's like, Brie, like, I saw a picture of you, like, yes, what was it, this morning or yesterday? And I was like, 
girl wear whatever you want that body is sick what? dude like sick. i was so nervous to post that too i was like what, what? oh my I god no you're like know. sick your body is yes you're killing it but but the, the guys think that we do it for them but they don't understand that like we're calling each other like brie your body is sick girl <laughs> right we're like, we're not I would much rather you. have like my girls comment on my photo than like some guys. Like, I don't need all that. I don't want that. But if my girlfriends are hyping me up, then I know it's good. Exactly. Yeah, th- that's the thing. Like us women, you know, that's the thing. We're we're very highly critical. You know, when you see like a beautiful woman, you're just like, well, I don't know about you guys, but Lauren knows I'll be dro- I'll be drooling over some chicks. Like, oh my god, she's so beautiful, mm-hmm. and it feels better when mm-hmm. it's like when it's from. I don't know. I don't, for me, it's like, man, this, like, when a woman gives me a compliment, it means a lot. Yeah. I, I am. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that I love, like, where this is going because, D, I consider you one of these women who is always a woman for a woman. Like, you're always standing up for women and we're sticking together and we're empowering each other. And I think this is really interesting to explore because for so long, I was one of those girls where I was like, I don't like girls or I don't like uh, Californians because they're too soft or I don't like, and there's like this culture of like, I don't like people because whatever reason. But I think that one of the Mm -hmm. coolest things is that you're really empowering as a person and lift other people up. And I think it's important to do that, not just with like how you look. Right. Not just say like, oh, your body is smoking mm-hmm. or like, oh my gosh, this is the first thing women want to do is compliment something about what they're wearing. If you notice that, and that's mm-hmm. how we connect with each other. And that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Like, oh, I like so your- true. Like, but we, but we like women deserve that because I think, I, I mean, I don't know about you, like Brie and Lauren is like, I think we've all experienced being misunderstood and people want to assume you're a certain way or, and I've been dealing with this lately is like people, you know, especially Lauren, you see my Instagram, like I, my, my Instagram story and stuff like that. It's a lot of funny stuff. And it's a lot of just like very like empowering and like strong, but like people hurt my feelings all the time. And like, and, and my feelings get hurt and I've been hurt, but it's like, it's, it's women that make me feel better. It's my best friend texts me in the morning, like, yo, how are you doing today? Like, go skate it out, go play guitar, like, you know, shotgun a beer and have a good day. You know, it's not, I feel like that's why I'm so, I've always been very, very into like, girl, like, I was going to say girl on girl, but you know, (laughs) um, (laughs) more so just like, just girls like being supportive of one another, because I know so many great girls. And a lot of them are like, and people always want to associate, like, if you're in a relationship, if you're a good fucking person, I can't stand that shit so much. Like, oh, well, she has a boyfriend. That means she's a good person. No, no, no. (laughs) I don't mean shit. Yeah. I'm like, I know plenty of single girls, like to the core that are so badass that deserve literally the best man, woman, whoever. And they're still single. And that's why I'm just like, man, like. You're amazing. Like, keep it up. 
I think one thing that's super important to remember is that we're all in this together. Like, you know, there's that saying, like, you don't know what somebody's day is like, whatever. Like, that's what, like, I always try to use whatever situation or opportunity I have to hype someone up. Yeah. I mean, we've had guests on before in the past that, at the, you know, at the same time, we want to say, like, don't just give someone a compliment. Like, if, like, you know, like, help a sister out and let her know if she's looking a mess. Like, you know, be a friend in that sense. But at the same token, like, say the compliments like if you see somebody in the grocery store and she looks fucking good as hell let her know like we don't we don't get enough of that nowadays and like we're all in this together like maybe somebody had a shit day just sometimes that little words of encouragement or that compliment or whatever it is that you're passing along to someone just answering someone's dm about something or responding to someone's story say hey i hear you you're heard i'm there with you little things like that go such a long way absolutely I could not agree more I couldn't agree more I like taking little practices um and this is what I miss so much about normal times let's say like just go being able to go out of the house is that I get so much of my energy and zest for life from meeting new people and it's hard to do right now and one of the things that I really like is just talking to strangers you know in the grocery store line or and in and that's how I got more comfortable and um just being better like in business or being a better presenter is putting yourself out of your comfort zone and like just saying like, okay, today I'm going to talk to three strangers and start a conversation with three strangers mm-hmm. before I leave your house. Um, That's what that's has fun. attracted me so much to Lauren though, Brie. Like, like Lauren has this <laughs> and she, okay. Lauren makes me laugh like because she is like one of those like one of those babes that I hang out with that like is like me like we will go like we used to go in Oakland and just like go on walks but everyone like my best friends always make fun of me because they're like where the where did you meet these people not about Lauren but like in general yeah, it was they're probably like, about I'll me. have a new friend <laughs> I'll have a new friend and be like where the heck did you meet this person I was like oh like at the gas station <laughs> like what the heck so when I kick it with Lauren it's like her and I out dude like we meet like minimum like six seven eight new people that were just like what's up bro like and we'll just like become friends with hella people while we're out <laughs> I want to talk about something that I know we all can talk about and relate with and that is how to turn guys down that hit on you when you're not interested in them oh because D you're the well, one who's always too nice like, you'll be like, oh, no. And I remember I would interject and I'd be like, D, that guy's not for you. Like, don't even, like, there's so many, do you know what I mean? Like, there's only a certain amount of time that we have here tonight. Let's, like, cut that back. So <laughs> what do you say? So what do you say? Like, I'm going to be like, hey, okay. baby, oh, my God, your body be bumping. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, what's so funny is like, um, I don't even know, dude, like I am too nice. And it's so funny that you bring that up, Lauren, because I was out at this is before COVID, like probably last year, like, or no, 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 this year, like in January. And we were at the district in Oakland, one of my favorite spots, by the way, smacking music, smacking drinks, everything like amazing. And I actually like my two homegirls were, they, you know, they had a little, a little something to drink. They were much a little, they were like definitely more buzzed than I was. And this guy just kept like, like I, my, my, my thing is like what my dad always told me and my dad's like my hero. So he's like, you know, if you give them attention, that's what they want. Like if you just ignore them, 
that's like the best policy. But Lauren knows it's not. I think all women understand it's not. Like you can't just ignore them because motherfuckers be in your face still. But um, I remember my like we had I gotten a little tip with my girlfriends because they were like, you're too fucking nice. Like you're too nice. Like you already told him you weren't interested and he didn't leave. So we had to stick up for you because they got really like they're like, Shay doesn't want you. and they got in his face and then security had to like get involved and I was like you know what maybe I am too nice Uh, yeah you are I can relate I get that a lot my yeah my friends are like or so like sometimes okay so I've had a boyfriend for five years now but sometimes if if a guy asks for my number I still give it to him because I feel bad and then I just won't answer his text like I'd rather like avoid him like later on and like people are like why do you do that I'm like I don't know I feel bad I feel weird oh like my I don't God. know what to do and I don't know I can't just like make up a random number I don't know what's wrong with me maybe I just need to start thinking of one on the spot but or like have one in my back pocket but I don't know I just always feel bad I'll talk to people and then I'll do the oh uh, I have to go to the bathroom and then like that. That's like my escape. I can't just be like, no, I'm not interested. Like, I don't know. Why am I like that? How do I? Work I'll on tell that? you. Like, I should really be able. To- Lauren will tell you. I'm gonna be like, no, bye. All the tea on what to tell you how to do it. I'm, I'm like in a sprinter position right now. I'm like down in the huddle, and I can't wait to just go. <laughs> I saw that. I saw. I know those eyes, Lauren. I saw those eyes. She was like, I got something to. Um. So. Think of every single boy that's ever hurt you or every single dude that's ever one night standed ghosted you and put all that energy into rejecting that guy at the bar that won't leave you alone and respond with the emotion and the hurt of a 19 year old rejected girl. Oh my God. And what you would have wished you could have said to that guy then. And then put it in then and then put it into that stranger at the bar who won't leave you alone. <laughs> I'm done with your ass. <laughs> oh my god. I- <laughs> I miss you, bro. It's so funny. Like, that's part of the reason I love going out with her is watching her reject these dudes. It's literally like she should have her own TLC reality show. (laughs) You guys are going to see me. I'm going to be the next meme on Barstool Sports because I'm going to be at the bar and some guy's friend is going to be recording it. (laughs) And I'm going to be flipping out on this guy, calling him like my ex's name, like... Yeah, blah blah blah, and he's they're gonna be like, "Yo, like that's not his name. This bitch is crazy." And Lauren's gonna be like, "Yeah, that's me." I told her. <laughs> Yo, straight up. Can I say one thing though? So no, <laughs> you're like, please shut up. Um, okay. <laughs> so um, I mean, it's funny because I've never outwardly said it, but I feel like people can just know is like I am a bisexual woman. And it's funny because I will, it's really fucked up and it's irritating because I normally will pull, honestly, like I will pull the like, oh, well, like my boyfriend won't like, like that. Literally two days ago, this, this dude in the grocery store is like, girl, can I holler at you? And I was like, I don't think my boyfriend will like that very much. 
but but one time, you know, sometimes I pull, you know, sometimes I switch it up and I pull the girlfriend thing. You know, it just depends on my mood when I'm feeling that day. I'm like, yo, yeah. my girlfriend, my girlfriend's not going to like that. I seriously had this dude one time at Trader Joe's. I was like, my girlfriend's not going to like that. And he's like, oh, shit, you got a girlfriend? Can I join? And I was like, oh, my fucking God. I just said like, she wasn't going to like it if you holler at me. You think she's going to like it if you try to get in bed with me? Yeah, up, but sir. talk about that. It's like with the with like a boyfriend move, they're like, okay, I'll back off. But the second I say I have a girlfriend, they're like, can I join? Like that's problematic in itself. Don't but, you think I would have asked you to join in the fucking first place, buddy? Like nobody wants you and you're like fucking half a centimeter inch penis. Like please get away from me. Or your giant ego. We don't have room for either, really. <laughs> room for um, either. And, <laughs> no. And it's like, why Why are we sexualizing a relationship? Like, there's... There, I didn't mention nothing about sex. You mentioned nothing about sex. Why is some dude coming in there and automatically making it about a threesome? Well, and that kills me. Is this like, like, oh, you know, because I'm into women and I like... And you're like sexually attracted to me. That means you're invited. Like the 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 the, the audacity and like the confidence that some of these fools have. Yeah. It's like if you ever listen to Ari Lennox. Okay, Ari Lennox is one of my favorite singers out there. But at the end of one of her songs, she's like, "So this dude slid into my DMs, and he's like, oh, are you blah blah blah? Like, um, like you had a crush on me in in second grade?" And she's like motherfucker i was seven like get the fuck out of here <laughs> i'm gonna send you guys the song after because it's the funniest thing i'm yeah. like these dudes like they're like you liked me when i was seven <laughs> excuse me i'm like what i'm sorry that? that was like a good line like excuse me yeah sir? like i don't like play i liked a lot of things when i was seven play-doh uh <laughs> like jelly shoes uh pizza nuggets yeah we were yeah, we were, uh, I, I, like, was steve from blues clues like come on like <laughs> that was my type when i was seven no but so if you guys are uh you know the faithful listener listeners out there you guys know about the brie faking bullshit playing violin energy so mm-hmm. some of you need to get on that overconfident cocky guy trader joe trader joe's energy like sometimes yeah it's gotta get like that like whatever you can channel into when you need that little confidence boost like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be a weirdo at trader joe's today i got this i feel like i feel like his name is josh it's like a joe like hey i'm joe joe at at trader (laughs) joe's Okay. Yeah, like, like yo, <laughs> no, he gave me hella like sweaty vibes. Like he was sweating oh. underneath his t-shirt. Oh. Well, he was at his own home. You know? <laughs> I was like, just buy your frozen asparagus and move on from me. Okay, fool. Like, go hit on the next girl in the next aisle. There's eight aisles in here. I'm sure you'll have some luck somewhere, bro. <laughs> Try again. I feel like this is the perfect time to head into our rapid fire questions. Oh my god! So let's okay. start off with, what is your number one to go item or go to item that you're getting at Trader Joe's? There's always one. Um. Wow. I'm an alcoholic. Wine. Lauren's like same. Hey, Lauren goes. What's up? Uh, two buck Chuck. Yeah. Some Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah. Some Cab. Okay. Lead into the next one. If you could pick one 
What would it be? Fit, rich, or loved? Loved. Oh, I'm a hopeless romantic for sure. Would you rather give a 90-year-old man a blowjob for $10,000 or have a 90-year-old man go on you, go down on you for $1,000? Look at her face. Oh, God. I would do the first one. I would do the first one. I just like, the, I, oh, I don't even know. Oh, my God. Who came up with that question, bro? <laughs> Good, you guys. I'm sorry. And I had to answer one because I've played Would You Rather all the time, and I know I would be like a piece of shit if I didn't answer, so I had to. You know the rules. No. <laughs> I uh, I would go. I would go with the first one too, only because I'm really skilled in that area, and I know that would be over super fast, and I would love to earn ten thousand dollars in like two minutes yeah i mean i don't even think it would be two minutes it might be like 15 seconds you just kind of yeah you're good to go ten thousand dollars let's go get a fucking i don't know a tattoo that's what i would go get it's it's simple economics (laughs) i don't even like blowjobs but i would pick that one oh my god (laughs) fuck mary kill we're going pizza tacos burger I will marry a burger. I'll fuck a taco and I'll kill pizza. That's a hard one. I like that. I I think I would marry a burger too. A cheeseburger. I yeah, am I obsessed I with cheeseburgers. I'm like the such a basic so bitch in that matter. Like, yeah. you know, I'm like the 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 like, you know, classic American hero loving a good burger. And it's like, yeah. but it's true. It's true. I love me a fucking hamburger. Lauren, your face says different. She's disgusted. I can't decide. <laughs> she wants to marry pizza. I just can't decide. I want to marry pizza. That's really why I just am like, oh my god, this is so hard. It's a hard one because I do want to marry pizza too. They're they're both. No, I don't get you guys. I don't understand the fascination with pizza. West Coast pizza sucks. And I'm Italian. What the fuck? Any good pizza places yet? East Coast pizza is where it's at. And I've had pizza in Italy, but. Um, all right, so if you had to go the rest of your life with only one beauty product, what would it be? Oh, shit. Red lipstick. There we go. Hands down. Ain't nothing like a fresh face, fresh freckled face, but the bright red lip. At least for me, it works. I like it. I can't pull that off, but I like it for you. (laughs) Brie, you can, girl. I'm going to come over and do your face. Can you teach me already? Yes, we'll have an online um, tutorial. I need yeah. to be a new person. I'm excited about it. <laughs> she going to be showing out. Wrap it up. Is there anything else you wanted to add, D, that we didn't talk about? No, it's cool. Like, it's funny because Lauren was texting me. You know, we text all the time. I was going through some shit just a couple days ago, like, in my feelings. And I had you guys – because I don't – I like, I have – I can't really listen to music sometimes if I'm going for a long drive because I get like out of my head and I like, I don't know. So I have to listen to podcasts that keep me stimulated. And so I always just have you guys in the background. It was funny because I was going through some shit and I was like, Lauren was texting me and I was like, wait, like, I feel like I'm talking to you right now. You know, like the podcast is dope because it's like you feel like you're just having girl talk. Like you're not involved. Well, I'm involved with it right now, but 
it's dope because it's like you're just playing in the car and it's cool to just bounce ideas off each other, especially women like us that just like to talk a lot because I'm one of those people. <laughs> and so, no, I love your guys' podcast. I'm really happy to be on. Um, thank you for talking to me. It's been a great experience. Um, it's kind of like a little therapy session. So thank you. I love that. Thank you for joining. It was great to meet yeah. you. And where can people follow you? Um, so Instagram is pretty much the the handle. Um, D Marie Artistry. So it's D E E M A R I E Artistry. Um, I kind of have everything on there as a whole, like music, some stuff of me singing, my makeup, and then my stories are always kind of a mess, but in a good way. <laughs> it's a beautiful um, mess. It's a beautiful mess. There's lots of memes. There's funny shit I find on Reddit because I'm obsessed with Reddit. I have an addiction. Um, but it's kind of all-encompassing. Um, and then, yeah, like if you just type my, my actual name's Danielle Walsh. So if you type in some stuff in YouTube, I'm sure you'll find some things that I probably never want to see again. But you can enjoy them. Oh. Well, we're going to stalk you when we hang up. Oh, great. <laughs> And everybody, if you're listening, you should be stalking too. Indeed. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening and subscribe to get notifications of fresh, bullshit-free episodes each week. Follow us on Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, at It's All Bullshit Podcast, or send your questions to hello at itsallbullshitpodcast.com.